Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95 with Harvey Norman. Now, as I said, Neffet, the public health emergency team, back in the headlines again. Another briefing yesterday. More than 1,400 new cases of COVID-19 reported in Limerick over the past 14 uh, days. And uh, Ronan Madigan has crunched the COVID numbers and made some very solid and accurate predictions for us. Uh, during the course of the pandemic, uh, he was uh, watching that briefing yesterday. He's on the line now. Hi, Ronan. Good morning, Joe. So what did you make of what Neffet were saying and where do you think we're going? Okay, well, some good news to start with, if we could, uh, that might please some listeners. Uh, the situation in UHL is improving. It's a figure in hospital areas down to 37. That was as high as 52 10 days ago, 7 in ICU down from 10 uh, a week ago. So just some good news to start with. Uh, regarding the briefing, they are looking for people to pull back. They realise the case numbers have taken off. Uh, a lot of reference to midterm and that ignoring the fact that this surge, as I mentioned a few times, started back on October 6th. So there was a little bit of a blame game going on yesterday, kind of, oh, we've all been naughty over the midterm and we need to, you know, cop ourselves on a small bit. But as I say, this surge has been taking off for the last four weeks and it's continuing upwards. That seems to be the message from Neffet and the message for um, from the government, that it is over to us, that we have to... Cut our social contacts. Uh, what was it that was it? Philip Nolan said, if we intended to meet twenty people next week, we should only meet eight to ten people instead. Yes, um, and you know, in, in fairness, a lot of people wouldn't be meeting that many people anyway because they are still being careful. Uh, one of the things that's reflecting on the, the, the positive situation in the hospitals, which are were down slightly this week, and ICU is unfortunately, and I'm hearing this from a lot of people, elderly people are gone back into cocooning virtually because they're afraid of what's happening now. Now, the other positive effect is the, the booster jabs in the older age groups. The only age group where cases are falling at the moment is in the over 75s. So that's a combination of the cocooning and the booster shots. But yes, what Nesset and government saying to us, you know, we need to pull back. The, the, the main reason for that is taking any other, other tech would be an admission that they got it, they both got it so wrong in September when they started dismantling testing and tracing. And that's where all of this started. So it's 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 easy almost to put it over and to the people now and say, oh, it's, it's your fault, when actually it's not. Right, I mean, the Chief Medical Officer and others at that briefing yesterday adamant that uh, this is not uh, due to a spread in schools, that it's coming into schools from outside, it's increased socialisation. Yeah, I mean, there's... Look, there's data from all over Europe that shows there was a big study done in Belgium a couple of weeks ago, and they actually showed onward transmission in the classroom setting, which passed on at home. And again, if you look this week again, the same as last week, the the, the surge in the 5 to 12-year-olds, the 35 to 44s, which is their parents, and the 65 to 74s, their grandparents. Now also... The 19 to 24 has taken off this week, which is expected after, obviously, the nightclubs opening back on the 22nd. But it's, uh, it, it's, a, it's a combination of factors. But the seed base was put in, you know, if there was no transmission in schools, how come the 5 to 12-year-olds were the highest cohort getting infections week on week for several weeks? How, Ronan, are parents meant to comply with this request that, you know, if there's any sense at all of the slightest symptom in a child, the child needs to be kept at home, 
tested when schools are open, obviously, physically. It's not a, a virtual system um, the way it was during um, previous lockdowns. Uh, and then most parents, both parents in most cases, are working now outside the home. Yes, and that is why it was such a mistake to dismantle all that mechanism. Because I would argue that should have been changed back in September to a system where if you had a child with close contact, send them straight away for a PCR. If that PCR is negative, go back to school, you're fine. Instead of having to stay at home for 10 days. So they could have treated that in a much more positive way. Like they were the ones who were saying they were only picking up 1.7% in the close contact testing. So I would have argued at the time, if a child tested negative in a PCR test, let them go straight back to school and they might only be off for 48 hours and back into the school system. Yeah. That's probably what they should have done. And, and we have to feel really sorry for um, people. You know, some employers are, are extremely flexible and extremely reasonable. Others don't want to keep hearing uh, from employees who happen to be parents. Oh, I, I'm sorry, I, I can't come in today. Uh, you know, I may not be able to come in tomorrow. I might be able to come in for 14 days. Oh, yes, it, it, it is a nightmare situation. Now, the only problem with uh, not tackling that properly at the time is the onward transmission then to adults. And we've seen that happening over the last number of weeks. So basically, this problem has been let grow. And now it's not as much about uh, children's infection. It's about the adults themselves now testing positive, not being able to go to work. Um, just take one example, and it's not the only one, but um, the Ireland rugby team play Japan, I think, this weekend. So there's going to be a very big crowd at that. A full capacity is allowed, and maybe they'll sell most, if not all, of the tickets. And yet you the chief medical officer yesterday, uh, and uh, Philip Nolan, telling us that, you know, if you have 20 contacts next uh, week planned, you should only have 8 to 10. Talk about a contradictory message. It is, it is totally contradictory, and that is the problem. You know, it, it's, it's no wonder people are confused when, you know, and it was, it was Neffet's guidance to open up the nightclubs to let these matches go ahead. And the trouble is, that is, is partly what has led to this, and now they're saying just to pull back. So it is, uh, it's a total contradiction, but it's what they have to do because they want to say things and they don't want to admit they got it badly wrong. Right. Because it seems that the, the biggest rise um, in, I think, the last week or so has been in the 19 to 24 age bracket. Is that right? That is correct, yes. And that is no surprise, you know, considering that it is now, what, just almost two weeks since um, the kind of nightlife reopened fully again. And, you know, they were told they could go and do this. So blaming them now and saying, you know, pull back, it's, it's not a fair message. I mean, you have to say, you know, if you say to a 21 or 22-year-old, you know, the nighttime economy is open again, but really you shouldn't go out that much or at all. Or it's... Anyway. Oh, I, yeah, I know. I, I, and again, you know, this narrative, you know, this things are different here. There, there's problems all over Europe. Like 57% of the cases in the world last week were in Europe. So, you know, you were Germany, you have Romania in bits at the moment. The Netherlands in trouble talk about new restrictions. Northern Ireland talk about new restrictions. England has its highest uh, COVID rate on record at this stage. And since you're 40,000 cases a day, it's all around us. 
And finally, the government is saying, you know, no restrictions, um, this is the way we're going to deal with it, and we'll plough on. So is, is that going to be the case then for the winter? Will, will we see no restrictions and it will come down to us behaving ourselves individually and as communities? Basically, this is the gamble for the next four weeks, right? And this, the next four weeks will tell whether this works or not. The gamble is that the rollout of the booster shots will have an effect on hospitalisation and somewhat keep a lid on that and that the, the explosion in case numbers then won't be as much of a problem. Now, if that works over the next four weeks, that would be great. If it doesn't, we are looking at a serious problem where at, on current trends, first week of December, we would be looking at possibly 10,000 cases a day, and then we've got a serious problem. So, if the and, and sorry, are, are you suggesting that if that's the case, and it may be and it may not, depending on this booster program, that we could be closed for Christmas? Not necessarily, but something would have to be done. If the figure gets that big, you're then looking at 200 plus people presenting to hospital every day, and that would become unsustainable. Remember, at the moment, we have 60 people presenting every day going to hospital, and that was based on infections from 10 days ago when they were, you know, half of what they are now. Right, OK. OK, Ronan, thank you very much for that. That's uh, Ronan Madigan there, crunching the COVID numbers for us again, talking about the Neffet briefing yesterday. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Harvey Norman.